Happy Throwdown Thursday, Shakes Pals. It's it's Thursday. You're here. I'm here. We are all here. Today we have a really special episode. It's really fun and exciting. Uh, Michaela Mannix, you may remember from a couple months ago, was on the show. And we found out that we are both massive uh, MLS soccer team fans. And our respective teams, Austin FC and Real Salt Lake, are playing each other this weekend, if you're listening live when we're releasing this. So that's May 14th, 2022, in case you're like listening from the future Uh, it already happened hopefully austin fc won so we decided we would come together and choose our starting 11 lineups as shakespeare characters which was super fun and just a really great exercise in like how how can i make a real person's personality and playing style a fictional character so really fun really awesome michaela's great and i hope you all enjoy this different kind of episode because i really did Um, Also, the team that I root for, the supporters group that I'm a part of, Los Verdes, right now through May 31st is collecting items for adult survivors of domestic violence and assault for Safe Austin. And we are doing a fundraiser monetarily as well as donations in the Austin area. So if you're in the Austin area, I would really recommend that you make a donation to Safe or you hop by one of the local breweries that are collecting items. And if you are not local to Austin, I would recommend checking out an organization that is local to you that does support survivors of domestic violence because it is an important cause now and always. And that would be a great way to give back to your community. So that's happening. Uh, You can check out Los Verdes ATX on Twitter for more information about that if you are in the Austin area. Um, And again, if you're not, find an organization close to you that's important to you send us a screenshot of a donation and we'll send you some stickers that that would be rad on your part and that's the tiniest thing that i can do to give you something fun for it um congratulations to kate from last week for winning which character would you save in all of shakespeare with lavinia again really fun argument really fun back and forth thank you to kate for coming on thank you all for voting you can do that at p2m pod on twitter at p2m pod on tiktok or at srsbiz underscore network on instagram also make sure you're checking out our patreon at patreon.com slash p2m pod that's enough from me let's get going i hope you enjoy Welcome to Protest Too Much, a Shakespeare showdown podcast where a guest and I go head to head each week and you get to decide who wins. All right. So this week we are taking the niche of this podcast and niching it even nichier. <laughs> With me, I'm so excited. We've got Michaela Mannix back. Michaela, thank you so much for jumping on board with this wild episode idea. I am so excited to be here. When you emailed me, I was like, this is the best idea in the world. So there was um so there was one video I did on TikTok that I had uh my Austin FC hat on, and Michaela was like, Oh my gosh, I did not know you were a soccer fan. I didn't know, obviously, that Michaela is a Real Salt Lake fan, and just magic happens yes yes like anytime I see somebody as a soccer fan as long as they're not a Seattle Sounders fan (laughs) we're good we're friends (laughs) so amazing I feel that way about Houston 
Okay. We traveled to our first away game to Houston last weekend, and it was a very nice thing that we won. Yeah, Scott, you guys are killing it this season. Yeah, like uh, especially after last season. Yeah, like way to bounce back. Really amazing. <laughs> we've got some. We've got some new folks on our team that I think really have changed the entire culture of our locker room. Um, which obviously is going to be. Hey y'all, we're taking our favorite soccer teams and we're assigning our players uh, Shakespeare characters. I don't think I said that already, but <laughs> that's what we're doing today. Yes. <laughs> and so there are a couple new players on our team this year that are just absolute clowns in the best possible way. So I'm really excited for this. <laughs> good, good. Oh, I'm excited to play you guys. I keep telling my boyfriend, you guys are going to kick our butts probably, but you know, I've said that on the all road? season. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've said it yeah. all season though. And every, every game that I thought we were going to get our butts kicked, we didn't, we've had a weird season. We're, <laughs> we're not, we just got new ownership, which is really exciting. And I think mm -hmm. has helped morale, but we played a game a couple games ago where we literally didn't have enough healthy players to fill our bench. So it's been, yep. it's been a weird season for RSL for sure. Great. <laughs> That's kind of how we started last season though. Like we had no one, half our squad was out for injury and we didn't even, it was our first year. So we didn't even have like any depth on our bench. And so there's hope. Yes. There's hope. Next yes. year, you too could be second on the top of the table. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed, you know. Fingers crossed. All right. So Michaela, I am excited to hear your starting 11. I'm excited to hear which Shakespeare characters you've chosen to match up with those players. And I'm just, I'm excited to kind of talk sports and talk Shakespeare and how some of these characters really are, like would be valuable assets to any kind of team. So why don't, I'm gonna let you start and uh, go through go through your list and then I'll go through mine and we'll see what overlaps because I think there will definitely be a few. Oh, oh, definitely. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So I'm going to start off with probably the most important position on the team, which is your goalie. You've got to have a good person to defend your goal. For me, this was Caius Marshall's Coriolanus. <laughs> I, I thought like at first when I thought about him, I was like, maybe this isn't a good idea. He doesn't really like the Roman people very much. He might lash out at fans and stuff. But last season during the playoffs, David Ochoa, RSL's goalie, became like the villain of the MLS in one moment. Because when we knocked Seattle out of the playoffs, which we absolutely should not have been able to do, he put his finger to his lips and told the crowd to shut up. And, and it's iconic. It, like in the two weeks after it happened, his face doing that was everywhere. <laughs> so I think Coriolanus would have a similar effect in the league. And at his best, he is an excellent defender of Rome. So I also think he would be an excellent defender of goal. So that's, yep. that's who we've got for, uh, for our goal. In D, got a, I've got a, <laughs> a, a pick that may not be so favorable, um, but I've picked Chiron from Titus Andronicus. Um, I would never, ever actually want to interact with this human <laughs> being. He's, he's not a good person, definitely not. But 
I think one quality of a great defender is knowing how to take a strategic foul for the team. And he would definitely go overboard and get sent off with reds sometimes. But like Marcelo Silva, one of RSL's greatest defenders, I think that he would know when to get aggressive to keep the ball from going into the net. So yeah, that's Chiron. He'd definitely be like the, I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso, but he'd be like the the Jamie Tart of the, of the team. Like nobody would want to be around him, but like, yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Chiron on my defense. (laughs) That's Um, I'm honestly surprised at that, but I do. I see it. I get it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I, uh, I would never want to interact with him in the locker room, but he, he might be favorable on the, on the field. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. My next person for defense is Titania from a Midsummer Night's Dream. Um, magic might be cheating a little bit, but you know, she's got that. So that's pretty cool. Um, but beyond that, I think we see how fierce a defender Titania is in the beginning of Midsummer when she absolutely refuses to give this child of her friends over to Oberon. Um, I think that it speaks volumes for her that the only thing that can break down her defenses is magic. Um, So I think that she would be an excellent person in front of goal. I don't think she would ever drop her defenses. So Mm -hmm. that's that's Titania. And then uh, my next pick for D, we've got four people in our defensive lineup. That's typically what RSL does. So (laughs) that's what I went for. Um, I have Joan LaPoucelle from Henry VI Part One. Um, I feel like before Shakespeare succumbs to the pressure of writing for an English audience by destroying Joan in the fifth act, (laughs) she is one hell of a defender of France. Um, She's calm, she's collected, she intimidates the people, uh, like all of the people who are having to battle against her. And I think that she also like keeps up with opponents who tend to underestimate her. Um, So yeah, I think that she's definitely somebody that I would want in between the opponent and my goal. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited when I thought of her. She's, she's definitely a good one. And then perhaps my weakest defensive pick in terms of athleticism, but uh, I've got Celia from As You Like It. Um, I feel like Celia has a really good eye for when she needs to use her power to protect from an attack. Um, She shields Rosalind from the worst of her father for as long as she possibly can. And then when she realizes she can't anymore, she goes off with Rosalind to help Rosalind achieve her goal. Um, which reminds me a lot of RSL's Aaron Herrera, who is an excellent defender, but when he needs to, all of a sudden he's on the other end of the field and he he had some of them, I think some of the most assists in the league last year. Like as a defender, that's pretty impressive. So I think Celia would be similar to that. I do think like she complains pretty early on in the play about them moving a lot. So like, I'm so tired. Yes. Like, I don't know that she would play a full 90, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) 
you know, she's a defender. She's so going to be out there calling for a sub real early. Yes, yes. yes. But you know, while, while she's in, I think she, she'd do the job well. So, okay. Yes. That's, that's my defensive lineup. Um, in my midfield, uh, I've got Pisano from Cymbeline. Um, I think like a lot of the greatest midfielders don't get enough credit for what mm-hmm. they do. Um, this season, like four or five games in, my dad was like, yeah, this new Scott Caldwell guy, he's really good. Like he's played almost every minute for us. And I was like, he's been on the field. <laughs> I like, I didn't even notice like, holy cow. But then once my dad pointed it out, I was like, oh yeah, he really does. He moves the ball along. Like he doesn't get enough credit for how important his job is. Um, so I picked Pisano because I feel like he plays a very skilled game of pass during Cymbeline. Like he knows when it's time to stick to the plan and when it's time to improvise. Um, plus he logs some like serious miles over the course (laughs) of the play. So I think he'd have the stamina for the full 90 and to like do the running that a midfielder really needs to be able to do. It's a good one. That's a good pick. I would, that was another one that I was like, oh, oh, oh we're getting clever in here, aren't we? <laughs> um, my next midfield pick is Tybalt from Romeo and Juliet. Um, I feel like every midfield needs a bull, like the player that you poke the wrong way once and then the rest of the game, the other team is terrified and the home audience is like, thrilled but also kind of terrified that that player is going to get sent off with a red um for real salt lake this person is everton louise like you don't mess with everton louise you will get the horns um (laughs) uh and i think similarly tybalt's rage could come in handy but i think that the amount of brawls that he has been in and the amount of time it took for somebody to actually lose their life in one of those brawls speaks for the fact that like he can be aggressive, but he can be aggressive with restraint. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's important. I think having someone like him on the field would be, would be kind of like make or break for this team. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've gotten, honestly, we've gotten this far and that's our first overlap. So okay. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm really impressed with the, uh, the depth of our uh, reach for these for these picks. I like that. I like that. That makes me excited. I was afraid yeah. we were going to be like, and we have the same team. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to move into my forwards, the, the top of our diamond. So I've got four. Um, my first is Laertes from Hamlet. Um, Laertes seems like the kind of guy with like a killer counterattack. Um, like I feel like the other team would score, he would now be really pissed off and he's going to do everything possible, possibly even sacrifice his entire season to rip one into the back of the net. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I picked Laertes. Um, my next is Helena from a Midsummer Night's Dream, who might be my favorite pick for forwards. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, last season, we had a new player, Anderson Julio, who we just re-signed, and I'm very excited about that. Um, 
he showed us just how fatal a combination speed and determination can be. And Helena has both of those things. Uh, we see time and time again that she's not going to take no for an answer. Plus, she is convinced that she can earn a man by chasing him through the forest. And she might be right because he does not seem to be able to lose her. Oh my God. <laughs> She says that her legs are long. She says that she can run fast and she is able to avoid all of Hermia's attacks, which speaks for some agility on her part as well. Um, so I think that all of those things would make Helena an asset to this team. I like that. I, yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, oh yeah, she literally does say she runs fast. Like you, you need some fast people forward. Yeah. So um, my next pick is Margaret of Anjou. Can she run? Well, she runs Henry VI's whole kingdom for him. So I think so. Um, she proves that she's a great team leader, someone who people unexpectedly follow, even though you, you wouldn't think they would. Um, she's willing to get down and dirty to pull out wins for herself weakness and losing are not options for her she definitely talks to henry about that um and i just kind of feel like when margaret comes barreling down the field with the ball like the other team's getting out of her way not even not even trying because uh i i'd be pretty terrified if she came running at me so <laughs> And then my final pick, my designated player, the person I hope will be scoring most of our goals is Ariel from The Tempest. Mm -hmm. um, I knew that I wanted to have a spirit as my designated player. And I went back and forth between Ariel and Puck. But the reason I ended up picking Ariel was because I feel like Ariel is going to be a little more reliable to stick to the plan and, and do what the rest of the team is expecting them to do um they have the power to like totally disillusion their opponents um and they successfully accomplish every single task that they are set out to do in the tempest which to me spells out goals on goals on goals <laughs> so <laughs> So that's it. That is my starting 11 for if our Shakespeare characters were uh, going to start for Real Salt Lake. <laughs> All right. That's a pr it's a pretty good team. It's a pretty good team. Uh, so I will say I went about this in a very different direction. I did not put together a necessarily good team. <laughs> I went down and I was like, OK, if Brad Stuver were a Shakespeare character, what Shakespeare Ooh, character would okay. be? OK, I love that. So I am, um, I didn't actually consider <laughs> how good these players would be at soccer. I'm so excited to hear all of this. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to start in the net and move forward. Same thing you did. I'm going to start with Brad Stuver because he is our, and he's not going to be, mm, he might be playing this week against Royal or next week against Royal Salt Lake, but he injured his knee in the Houston match last week. So we'll see if he's out there, but he's our keeper forever and always. And for him, I've got Rosalind from As You Like It, because first of all, he is 
part of a family that is so focused on community outreach and giving and just being a good person. And I think with Rosalind, like with Duke Sr. as Rosalind's dad, he's in the forest. He's holding community banquets all the time. You know, he's really giving back to his community. He's welcoming. He's this, he's that. We see the same in Rosalind. And we know that that's just part of her nature is to be good and kind and standing up for people who who need it. Also, she can see through your BS and she's not going to let anything past her mm. because <laughs> when uh, Dummy, uh, what's his name? Orlando. Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> I don't know why. It just went totally Dummy, I love it. <laughs> when Orlando was like, no, I, I swear I'm super in love. I promise. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wicked in love. She's like, mm, but are you though? And she kind of like puts up that block and she doesn't let his, you know, manness just right past her. So she really does. She has she makes everyone do work to get it in. Uh, <laughs> That's a good pick. I love it. <laughs> um, OK, so then we've got Julio Cascante and Ruben Gabrielson. And they the two of them as defenders are so polar opposite in personality. And yet they work so well together. So for this, I am taking Tybalt and Mercutio. If they were on the Ooh. same team, they would be unstoppable. So we've got Cascante, who is so spicy. He is constantly, like you were saying, constantly in danger of that yellow or red. And he is not afraid to like get right up in a ref's face and stick to his guns. Um, <laughs> he's very... Every time he has an interaction with a ref, it's very much to me like when Capulet is like, go to you saucy boy. And <laughs> that's just, that's just, that's Julio. It's, he is a saucy boy. And then Ruben Gabrielson is a total clown. He's such a ham. He's so silly. Um, so my fiance and I have been doing a podcast. Uh, there's a, a technical podcast called Moon Tower Soccer here. And we have done a spinoff of that called Swoon Tower Soccer where we just talk about the social media of the boys and their like off pitch behavior. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's very funny to see these personalities and like, he's very silly. His Twitter is full of like silly little videos and he does this like weird, like Phantom of the Opera face when he <sighs> does anything good. <laughs> so weird. Um, but he's very playful like Mercutio. And then the two of them together I I think that if Romeo hadn't gotten in the middle, they would have done their little dance. They would have done their show. It would have been perfectly choreographed because they've been through this before. No one would have gotten hurt. Everything would have been fine. Romeo's the one who messed it up, right? I like. I think you're right. The two of them together could be really unstoppable. That's mm -hmm. that's a yeah. a good match. <laughs> so, are they good defense? Like as characters? No, definitely not. But. <laughs> Are Ruben and Julio definitely Tybalt and Mercutio? Yes, they definitely are. <laughs> All right. So then um, we've got Nick Lima, who I was telling Michaela before this, I only allowed myself one Troilus and Cressida pick. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> this is my Troilus and Cressida pick because Nick Lima is Hector. He is, he's got real uh, beat him up energy and like physique. He looks like, Someone out of a, a Greek <laughs> epic. <laughs> like he just is. I don't think there is like an ounce of 
anything wasteful on that man. He's just like chiseled. Uh, he is, yeah. Um, but also like his follow through isn't like always the best. Like he does a great job. Like I said, big beat em up energy. Um, high high physical gifts. Uh, run fast, try hard. Um, but like we see in Troilus and Cressida, Hector as this like epic war hero. There are a couple moments when like he just he's like, what if we were friends instead? Hmm. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> there's not always that like massive <laughs> uh, impact, I guess, on the overall match. Um, and then we've got Alex Ring, our captain. Oh, captain, our captain. He is Lysander from A Midsummer Night's Dream because he is a little spicy when provoked. Um, he is going to stand up for what he wants. He will not back down. He's going to look at uh, Theseus and be like, hey, but I'm as good as Demetrius, though. But other than that, he's just kind of boring's like a mean way to say it, but like straightforward. Like he mm -hmm. just does, he goes out, he does his job, he does his thing, and then like gets a little spicy for a couple moments, then goes back to like doing his thing. So he's just kind of like, you're like, oh, Lysander. Yeah, he's there. He's a good captain. Yep, that's proper captain sometime. behavior. Exactly. Yeah. Flies under the radar for the most part and then sticks up when he needs to. Flies back down. Oh, so then when we were talking about midfield and like not always seeing the the impact that they have, our star this season is our midfielder, Danny Pereira. He Ooh. has been unstoppable. Like and I've I've been noticing the same way that when you start to notice the impact that these players have, it's like, how could we live without him? So Danny Pereira is our midfielder and he is our puck on the uh, on the pitch because he is always a little bit in trouble, like <laughs> <laughs> just just in trouble enough, but not too in trouble. Like he's able to get himself out of it every right. single time. Um, he's super lovable. He's absolutely run by chaos. His whole social media arc last season was that he was mad that Chipotle stopped giving him like extra rice. Like he <laughs> was upset about the amount of rice in his Chipotle burrito bowl. <laughs> That's very puck. <laughs> it's very puck. Um, but he is absolutely invaluable. You could not have a Midsummer Night's Dream without puck and you cannot have an Austin FC without Danny Pereira. Also, it's, I love him. That's the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, and then we've got uh, Jean Kolmanich, who I had to, this is, I had to ask my fiance. I was like, if you had to like sum up Jean in like, I don't know what he, what he does, uh, can you just do that for me? Um, because he's a player that I just don't know enough about. Uh, and Mike says he's technical, has an incredible cross, knows right where to be in the attack, but can get caught out in defense sometimes. Okay, so this is my Laertes. So this is our other uh -huh. double up. He's incredibly skilled. He's, you know, trained in Europe. He's been fencing. He's got pre precise technique. Uh, but as soon as he lets his guard down for like a half a second, all of a sudden he doesn't have his sword anymore. He's got someone else's sword. He's getting stabbed with his own poison sword. It all kind of goes to heck. Also, I feel like if any Shakespeare character would be like a part-time model, uh, it's mm -hmm. going to be Laertes. I don't know if Jean is actually a part-time model. His Instagram <laughs> would indicate that. 
<laughs> but uh, Laertes is so like European, and I feel like at school he's definitely gonna be he's definitely gonna be doing like glamour shots in the streets of of France. Um. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving forward, uh, Sebastian Driussi. Our our star, uh, he is leading the MLS right now in goals. He's great. He is our Cleopatra. So oh. first of all, we can all agree that Cleopatra is the sexiest character in all of Shakespeare. Oh, hands down. Come hands on. Down. So first of all, easy, easy pick. Second of all, snakes. Now, Michaela, you might be asking me, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... This season, he and two of our other players have started this snake celebration where they like, <laughs> when they score a goal, they'll like do this like arm snake thing to each other. <laughs> and apparently they just do it in practice to each other all the time. <laughs> I love player celebrations. We had a snow game a couple weeks ago. And when we scored, the whole team slid through the snow like penguins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <that's so> <laughs> yeah th- that level of like whimsy uh is one of the things that like I love so much about like seeing our players start to work together with a new team it's tough but like they've really this year has been a lot of team bonding oh good good I, f- I feel you on the rough first season RSL's <laughs> first season in 2005 was tragic so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely bouncing back from, um, last year. So yeah, that's true. You see, um, Cleopatra and, and like also not just the sexy, not just the snake, but like she is head and shoulders above any other character in the entire canon in skill. And this is skill of, um, leadership of human engagement of just like, she's just the best at everything. Um, she's volatile, she'll fight back, but also prefers letting herself just kind of like revel in the luxury of Egypt. So Cleopatra, our star. Um, then we've got Ethan Finley, who is new this year, and uh he is he he is our Hamlet. And he is our Hamlet. This is why I said I didn't actually pick a team that like would be good at soccer, but I picked a team <laughs> that is our players. Ethan Finley, so like I said, he's new. He does a lot of hesitating. It almost seems like he's he needs permission to to really go after the ball sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just part of him. He's gotten a lot better in the last couple of weeks, but he's just like feeling out his place and he's trying to figure out where his attack comes from. And I think that's, I mean, basically Hamlet. Also... Also, his daddy is always looming. Now, if you've ever been on Austin FC Twitter, you will know that if you say one wrong word about Ethan Finley, his dad <laughs> is going to retweet you. Oh, no. With... <laughs> his, his dad retweets everyone who says something mildly uh, can be construed as negative about Ethan and <laughs> says like, yeah, but how about this? Yeah, oh, this doesn't seem like... <laughs> oh wow also Ethan's like 30 years old like he he is a grown-ass man he could Uh, defend himself but (laughs) (laughs) a 
Oh, it's the best. It's my favorite thing. So it's basically like having Ghost Hamlet over everyone's shoulder all the time being like, don't you say that about my son. That's amazing. I can say it about my son, but don't you say it about my son. Whoa. Okay. And then, yeah, it's a... it's a lot. Um, and then we've got Diego Fagundes, who is uh, the best. He's just the best. So he's Beatrice from Much Ado About Nothing because yes. she's the best. She is. Uh, she stands up for what's right. She will never stop fighting. She has the s- strength of a horse and speed of a... Oh, wait. Strength... T- tongue of a horse? No. <laughs> I wish my horse had this... <laughs> this is... I wrote down strength of horse, speed of tongue. And that's not the quote. Like, I don't know why I wrote that down. You but, tried. Yeah, you know, you get the point. Uh, yeah. She's mm-hmm. always winning those battles. She is always going to fight all those little back and forths with Benedict. She's going to win. Um, and she has the stamina to make it through the whole play. She's made it to as old as she is without having m- marriage pressured on her. Um, Diego played three full matches in a row in a week, um, a couple weeks ago, last, I don't know, time. Um, but like, he's got stamina, he's got strength, he's got spirit and spunk, and that is all Beatrice. Also, he's the best. So (laughs) then we've got our striker, Maxi Arruti, who is our feste. He is very silly, very funny, um, Brad Stuver did our our keeper did an interview, a post match interview, and they were like, "What's the locker room like?" And he's like, "Well, Maxi is a clown," and I was like, <laughs> "Check." Um, but he brings everyone together with that humor. He's got rapid fire puns and jokes. Not all of them hit, but the ones that do absolutely dunk on Olivia. So that's pretty much Maxi's striker style. Is he's gonna shoot? <laughs> Not all of them are gonna go in, but the ones that do are bangers so the perfect casting and then i do have one i've got one bench player that i wanted to talk about because i he's been a consistent sub all season and i'm just obsessed with him so it's (laughs) fine so we've got felipe martins who is new to our team this year also and he's our hal from henry the fifth because he's got every single time like every single time we win He'll retweet someone who said something like trash about Austin FC and he'll just say, keep doubting us with like a lot of clap emojis. Yes. So it's that tennis balls speech from Henry V that like such energy and he's clearly a leader in the locker room. He's got St. Crispin's Day energy. Um, He's a beast of a talent also on the field. So it's not like he's all talk and nothing to support that. Um. He also shows hints of that like pre-King Henry silliness that we love about Hal. He's got that sense of whimsy about him. Yeah, you said keep doubting us. And I'm like, keep doubting that I'm going to break free of this, like being a ragtag little guy and I'm going to be a king. You'll see. You'll see. Yep. So he's definitely, he's definitely a leader. He's strong. He's uh, compassionate. He's just, he's great. Um, clearly I love all of our players because I all I've just <laughs> my favorite characters in the canon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my starting eleven plus Felipe. Awesome. Um, so here's how our vote is gonna work this this week. We've got kind of like double stakes happening because 
um, Austin FC and Real Salt Lake play each other in Salt Lake on the 14th. So not only are we going to see whose team, Michaela's or mine, that wins the match, but we're also going to see from your votes which of these teams feels to you like the stronger uh there's no way I'm winning this Uh, (laughs) I don't know like I feel like we both went into it not necessarily thinking about like the strongest athletes we thought more about like character attributes so yeah it could be even it could you pick you had some bangers in there so that's true Okay, so we are going to run through just the character names one more time so that you can vote on our squads. So, Michaela, why don't you hit us with Royal Salt Lake's Shakespeare counterparts? All right. In goal, we have Coriolanus. On D, we have Chiron from Titus Andronicus, Titania from A Midsummer Night's Dream, Celia from As You Like It, and Joan LaPoussel from Henry Six Part One. In our midfield, we have Pisanio from Cymbeline and Tybalt from Romeo and Juliet. Our forwards are Laertes from Hamlet, Margaret from the Henry Sixes, and Helena from A Midsummer Night's Dream. And our designated player, our striker, is Ariel from The Tempest. Oh, boy. All right. Well, up against that, had you considered our keeper, Rosalind? And then moving forward on the pitch, we've got Tybalt and Mercutio, Hector, Lysander, Puck, Laertes, Cleopatra, Hamlet, Beatrice, and our striker, Feste, with Hal on the bench coming in in the yeah, yeah. minute. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can vote uh, on Twitter at P2MPod, uh, definitely on TikTok at P2MPod, and on Instagram at Serious Business Network. Michaela, where can everyone find you? Everybody can find me on Instagram and TikTok at 10K Shakespeare. And I am also on Facebook at Bulls with the Bard and on Instagram at Stoned Shakespeare. Amazing. Thank you for doing this. This was very silly and fun and I loved it. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening. Make sure you tune in to Real Salt Lake versus Austin FC on the 14th and tune in next week for more fun. Serious business.